0: Welcome to the Tweed Couch Guitar Therapy Session, where we talk about all things guitar related. My name is Dr. T, and I am not a licensed therapist, but I play one on a podcast. Today on the Tweed Couch, we are counseling on the sweetness of a Strat. The design of the Fender Stratocaster was the brainchild of four people, Leo Fender, Freddie Treveris, Bill Carson, and George Fullerton. In 1954, a 25 and half inch scale, curvy, double-horned, ash body with a bolt-on maple neck was born, sporting three pickups, one volume, two tones, a three-way switch, so no two and four position, and six tuners. These instruments have been so loved by their owners that they have been affectionately named like old buddies in the schoolyard, names like Clapton's Blackie and Brownie, Malmsteen's The Duck, Stevie Ray's Lenny and Number One, Harrison's Rocky, and, if you'll allow it, Van Halen's Frankenstrat. Of course, most of these instruments were modified, which only aids in their personality and their versatility. But, what classifies a guitar as a Strat? How long did it take to find the right one? What features set it apart from other guitars? And what is the sound of a Strat? Well, we will discuss this and more on this group therapy session with Jason on the Tweed Couch. It is a great opportunity that I get to have you with me again, Jason, to talk about something that is near and dear, I know, to your heart, but maybe not as much mine, and that is talking about the sweetness of a Stratocaster. So sweet. I'm so glad to have you again, Jason. Thanks for being the co-host one more time on the Tweed Couch. It
1: is good to see you, and I can see you via FaceTime. Thank goodness for that. I'm
0: ready to talk about one of my favorite guitars ever. Well, and that's probably a great way for us to start talking about this whole idea of what features are necessary in order for it to be called an S-style guitar or a Strat. Because there's been a lot of different guitars out there that claim that S-style guitar, but Mm -hmm. at the same time, I would say, no, that's not a Strat.
1: Yeah, I I think you probably remember my Telecaster qualifications, and they're they're very similar for a Strat. Really? Yeah, I'm going to say anything with that double cutaway. Okay. And... I want, now this is me personally, it, I, it doesn't doesn't mean it's not an S style or a Strat, but I want a single coil neck pickup. That is okay. my one must have. And
0: so. Okay. So a Big Apple Strat, Yeah, it, it's still a Stratocaster, it it's is. just not an ideal Stratocaster for you because a Big yeah. Apple has yep. the two humbuckers. Two humbuckers. Yep.
1: So I still think that's a Strat. So I think it's really the qualifications for me is that it has the right body shape, that of a Stratocaster. And I'm guilty of calling parts guitars strats. I'll call uh, other manufacturers, I'll call them strats. Because to me, a strat is bigger than just a name. It's a sound that a guitar has. It's a playability
0: that it has.
1: It's bigger than just Fender to me.
0: And I don't disagree with you on that sense. I mean, essentially, a Stratocaster has a sound when somebody says oh i want strat tone everybody knows what you're talking about it doesn't matter if it's a sir doesn't yeah. matter if it's a prs it doesn't matter if it's a charvel it's a strat sound yeah. and everybody knows what that is so that's the reason why it should be no shock to you being a little bit more on that purist style when it comes to tellies and strats and Les paul's I look at those and I go, if it's an S-style guitar that I'm willing to consider being called a Strat, even without the Fender decal on it, it's got to have the curves. Yep. It's got to have the arm curve. It has to have the belly carve. Yep. And there are some Strats that were made by Fender that don't have that. True. And they'll have like the binding on it and i'm like yeah. no stop that yep. you know and i think there's not one strat, called you know? like the
1: aerodyne strat or something like that yes no yeah no contours and i mean it, it's still Wait. it's still a strat and you know it's funny that that we had this today because there is a kid who i taught in seventh grade he's grown up and he's come to be a substitute teacher at my school
0: that is awesome he just
1: happens to be in the room right next to me which is is kind of funny but He came in the other day and he goes, I've got a question for you. And I was like, I'm ready. And his question was, are boneless wings just chicken nuggets? And so Mm -hmm. what
0: do you you think about that really quick? Oh, yeah, definitely. Because... Okay. And the main reason why for me is because they're not wings. They're not. They're not
1: wings. Okay, but anyways, to the point, I say that, that nuggets and boneless wings are two different things. They're not the same. Of course, they're made out of the same material, but... What you put on the outside of them, what you do, mm-hmm. it, it makes something the different. So that's like, to me, that's like saying a donut hole is like a cinnamon roll. It's two different things. That's ridiculous. But I digress. So my point is, there are guitars that to me are strats, even though they don't say strat on there. There are also guitars to me that say strat on there that aren't necessarily very stratty. But in society, being Fender has made this name. They get to decide what's a Strat. So if they put Stratocaster on the headstock, it's yeah. a Strat. If they don't put Stratocaster on the headstock, it's probably not considered a Strat. Yeah. So I'm going to go with that logic, even though I own two guitars that I call Strats that neither one are actually Strats. Is one
0: of them a strat acoustic? <laughs> No. It's (laughs) that's the one reason I have some (laughs) dignity. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly that that's the one time when Fender gets to call something a strat and you get to slap them in the face and say, No, I refuse. No. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and just to add insult to injury, they they released a jazz master. I saw that
0: this week. I saw
1: that. As if to say, you know what, we haven't screwed these things up enough. Let's let's add one more to the mix. Yeah, it's it's an abomination, which is funny because most jazz masters are played in churches.
0: So yeah, and I look forward to the P bassasonic. Yeah, and that's gonna be the Pacoustic. Yeah, the jazz. Pacoustic. Yeah, that's right, and it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be nasty, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so to get back to what I think is a strat, I will also add that it needs to have the actual tremolo. So hardtail, I don't like that. Yeah, but it's still a Strat. Or a Floyd Rose. No, yeah. it needs to have the normal synchronized Yeah, on there. So that, that's one, That's another one. This is me now. Okay. This is me. Okay. I understand. I understand that, you know, Clapton played a hardtail and it was amazing. And then he auctioned it off and whatever. I bought that, by the um, way. I like to see three singles. Yeah, you too. know, single, single, single. Yep. I understand single, single hum is a thing. I like to see single, single, single. I like two volumes and a tone. Yep. So when they only have like one volume and one tone, that that messes mm. me up. Like I don't, I don't like that either. It's That's not, not yes. a strat to me. It's not right. It needs a bolt on neck. Yep, I agree. Four bolts. Four, yeah. Yeah. not three, Mm-mm. four bolts. Now, I understand they made those. They're great guitars. Still a Strat. I understand other people have made threes, and yes, they're still a Strat. I'm telling you, for me, it is necessary to have that in order to call it a Strat.
1: Yeah, and I'm, I'm no luthier, but just structurally speaking, four bolts seems much better to me than three bolts. Because I've seen people before, they're like, the string spacing is just a little bit off, and they'll get that four bolt and just kind of pull it over. A little bit, and it straightens out. And I'm like, dang, yep. if you can do that four, you could uh, go crazy on a three bolts. Yeah, seriously. I'm with, with you. Four bolts is the only way to go. Four bolt club. Maybe they
0: need five bolts. Why not six? Well, if we're going there, yeah, I, I'm with you. Okay. The only last thing I would say is mm-hmm. that I prefer a smaller headstock as opposed to the large headstock. Yep. But it's still a Strat either way. And I guess what it comes down to this is when I look at the features of a Stratocaster, I think of the girl next door. You know, you look at them, you go, man, you're pretty without all the makeup. Yep. You have all the curves in all the right places, mm-hmm. and you are beautiful just the way you are. Mm-hmm. You don't need the Floyd. You don't need a humbucker. You don't need binding. Fake you don't need special inlay. You don't need... the Yes, you don't need the implants, you don't need the fake eyelashes, you don't need all that makeup. Nope. You just need to be you. Some denim and pearls. Yep. Thanks, Brooks and Dunn. Rock my world, little country girl. Uh, Little country girl. There it is. I try to get you to sing
1: every single episode.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So, did you actually hear last week's where John mentioned something about you being happy that I sang or something like that? Yes,
1: I did. And thank you, John, for that because... Made my day. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of past episodes, I will say this. You mentioned like in the smaller headstock, and I do too. I found it really interesting that Barbara said he likes the big headstock on strats. Yeah. And I'm normally a small headstock guy myself, but you and I share something in common that we have not discussed that we need to discuss, but I am also lusting after a Novo, and I have been for probably a year. Yes.
0: I want one bad. Yep. And those headstocks, when they're ugly... But I love them. I love them. You know what? We need to have a Novo podcast then. Yeah. I guess we're going to have to actually play them. Yeah, I've to never touched one. We're... I've never touched one. Me neither. I remember one nope. time
1: I saw a making of an album, and it was Keith Urban. And he was playing, a I think, a Saris, Saris J. And Yeah, Saris J. I just yeah. remember seeing that. I was like, dang, that guitar is awesome. And I didn't know what it was. Yeah, And so I asked somebody online, took a screenshot. It's like, what is this? And people were like, that's a Novo. And so I went and followed them on Instagram and everything I could find. And I just love them. They're so, I mean, they're so uniquely cool and they're different, but they're familiar. Yeah. Feel.
0: I mean, they're just, yeah. Well, it's like I said, it's, it's taking something that's just print handwriting and turning it to cursive. Yeah. It's just that much more gorgeous. I mean, ugh. Okay, so to continue on with Strats, yeah. let's talk about how many S-style guitars have you owned, and which do you still own? My
1: first Strat-style guitar was uh, my first electric guitar. Well, not the not the Sinsonics one that we talked about before. Yeah, but that's
0: right. Oh, it's the
1: Imperador? Not the Emperor <laughs> either. The Esteban special.
0: That's right.
1: It was a uh, Fender Squire Strat, and it was... I mentioned it once before, but it was black, white Pigard, maple neck. Yeah. And uh, very Eric Clapton ish. And I didn't buy it because of him, because I'm not that big of a Clapton fan. I don't dislike him, but
0: you know, he's just whatever. Yeah. They they only offer excellent guitar player, doesn't strike your fancy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, there are some songs I love, and please do not get upset if you love Clapton because there's people that don't love Steve Warner, and that's fine. It's fine. Yeah. You love who you love. Exactly. Isn't there a John Mayer song about that? Luke Bryan. Oh, Luke oh, Bryan. Hold on. <laughs> Luke Bryan, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's nothing you should be ashamed of. <laughs> I wish I could think of more lyrics to that right now.
0: Anyways, so
1: um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. Squire strat. So I got that black squire strat and uh, had that for a while. And then along the way, I discovered sunburst strats. And mm-hmm. I've had yes. like a '62 reissue Sunburst Strat. I've had a six, the like the Made in Japan '60s Strats. Mm-hmm. I've gone through a bunch, and it. I'm just always tinkering and trying this and trying that. And what I found is I didn't really like the small necks on the vintage style Strats. Agree. And I didn't like the seven and a quarter radius on on most of them either. So really, okay. I, I like the look of a vintage Strat, but I didn't like the feel of it so much. And so. Kind of went back and forth, and then I found a Ernie Ball Music Man that had a single, single humbucker in there. And that kind of. Oh,
0: yeah. It's the Axis Sport. The Axis Sport. You know the one. You've played that guitar. I have. Yeah. Yeah. That was our guitar for a while. Yeah. We went back and forth a number of times. We
1: shared custody of that many years, probably. Yes. It's still a great guitar, but that, I mean, that kind of scratched my strat itch for years because I didn't really have a strat. But then I got into MJT Mm because I could get a vintage-looking one with kind of more modern features. I was really content with that for a long time and then found the pickups that I love, found the next shape I loved. And then I ordered my first Danocaster Tele-style guitar. And once I got that, I didn't want anything but a Dano Strat. And so I ordered that, got on the list. He stopped making them. Prices went through the roof. And ended yep. up finding somebody on Facebook Marketplace that had one for a very inflated price to what he paid for it, but still lower than what people were asking, I thought on reverb and stuff and um talked to Kim about it, bingo out there for somebody, and uh <laughs> she said, "Do it because it was exactly what I'd wanted, and she knew I was on Instagram just trying to get a Dano Strat for a long time, and it was like it's so funny. I remember I was outside grilling and I was just sitting there waiting. I was scrolling through Facebook, waiting for the whatever to get done. And I just see it and I just instantly hit, hey, is that guitar still available? And uh, the guy got back to me and we're eating dinner. And I just, I had this antsy feeling. I was like, I'm about to spend a lot of money on this guitar, but it's exactly what I've been wanting for so long because that is the only one that I have at the moment but I'm actually building another Strat style guitar because
0: yeah, that's a Glazer one, right? Yes.
1: So I don't know if you remember this or not, but uh, last year we went to Nashville as I often do when I'm heading into a a foreign city, I will look on their Craigslist to see what's going on. And I was taking the Dano telly to Glazer to get a G bender put in. And I thought, I'm just going to look at Glazer on Craigslist. And so I find this, this guy, he's like, Got a glazer guitar. It's got a glazer neck on there and it's got a just a different body. It's like a squire body or something. And uh selling yeah. it for 400 bucks. And I was like, Sold. Oh my gosh. And so I emailed the guy immediately. I was like, I want it. I'll be there in 24 hours. I'll pay you now if you want. And the guy's like, Well, I've actually got a friend who thinks he wants it, but if he falls through, I'll let you know. I was like, All right. I said, you know, thanks for getting back to me. And so I, I sent him another email and I go, Hey, I just want to let you know, I'll give you 400 just for the neck. Like I just, I wanted it that bad. I was like, I'll just do it just for the neck. I put my phone number on there and we're checking into the hotel room. He calls me. He's like, Hey, this is John. I've I've got the strat. And I was like, yeah, you know, it's good to hear from you or whatever. So we start talking. He goes, well, I'll tell you what, my friend came over and we talked about it a little bit and we really want you to have it. So if you want the neck, you can, you can come get it. And I was like, that's awesome. So I went out there. He lived right outside Nashville. And we start talking and he's like, I was like, so what do you do for a living? He's like, oh, I'm
0: Tim McGraw's guitar tech. And I'm like, what? Hold on. Tim McGraw plays guitar. He does. But he's, he's, I mean, is he an Indian outlaw half Cherokee and Choctaw? Yeah. I don't know, but I think his baby is a Chickawa. I think she's a one of a kind.
1: (laughs) You're telling me. (laughs) I'm just mad you didn't sing that one. I was, I was hoping. (laughs) Sorry, John, I tried. So yeah, so anyways, he goes, and the guy, my buddy that was going to buy it from me, he plays guitar for Alabama. And I look over at Kim and she's just like, are you kidding me? And we're both just kind of looking. Anyway, so he he sold me the neck and the nicest guy in the world. And just, this has nothing to do with strats at all. But we drove out to Hermitage, which is just a little bit east of Nashville, probably about 20 minutes or so. And we had rented a car. So we get out there and we go in and we like play and we hang out for probably 45 minutes. Just the nicest guy. And he's like, you know, I want to get out of your hair. And he's like, yeah, my grandson has a baseball game coming up. So we're about to get out. I go to start the car and I push the button and nothing happens. And so I start checking my keys. We had a valet at the hotel and we I took off without the keys at the hotel. Oh, no. So we drove like 25 minutes away. And so Kim calls the the. <laughs> hotel. And they're like, Hey, do y'all happen to have a key for this, this car? And they're like, yeah, we sure do. And we're just like, Oh my gosh. And so this guy, John, he's the like, literally the nicest guy I've ever met. he goes, I'll take you. It's no problem. And we're like, no, 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 we can't, no, we'll just call an Uber. Like it's fine. So the guy at the hotel is like, Oh, I'll run it out to you. Turns out the guy was like a neighbor to this John guy. He knew exactly where (laughs) we were. Anyways, all that, all that to say, I got this neck. I take it home. And I order a body from Guitar Mill, which, you know, that's where I kind of got my Steve Warner guitar parts from, and I've been super happy with it. And I got it, and the neck pocket was a little bit too big. And so I sold that body off, and I sent it to Guitar Mill, and Mario Martin there, who's a great guy, he's like, I'll reprogram the machine for you so it fits your neck perfectly because it's a little more narrow than the most.
0: That's awesome. So
1: yeah, so they're making me a body especially for that neck right now, which I thought, Cool, the body's from Nashville, the neck's from Nashville. It's going to be another keeper. So I'll have my Danocaster and my Glazer Strat.
0: The end. Sorry. (laughs) That was a long, long story. So you're telling me that you finally have found what you believe is the ones. Yeah, so
1: the Danocaster is a Rosewood fretboard, Yeah. and the um, Glazer is a Maple Neck. It's going to look exactly like my first Strat. Black, white pit guard, and
0: Maple Neck. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, as far as my S-style guitars, I've gone through a couple of different Mexican strats. Uh, My first one was a Mexican strat. I remember that blue one with the fish on it. And my second Mexican strat was a Sunburst. It was a three-tone, but those Mexican Sunburst strats, those three tones were very bright yeah and I don't necessarily like the really bright yellowy centered sunburst and the neck was real thin I didn't necessarily love that and so I kind of actually parted that one out mm-hmm. it was one of those things where somebody offered me some money for the body and I went well then I'll keep the neck and then I sold off the neck you know later and it was one of those those like ah eh, is what it is I actually still have the tremolo block from it because somebody asked for the body and I went well then I'm taking everything out of it yeah and I sold off the body, you know. One of my favorites was actually a 2007 American Deluxe two-tone Strat with a soft V-neck. Mm, okay. And I really liked that because the American Deluxe had the Abalone inlay on the maple neck, and it had, like, this chrome Fender Stratocaster written on the headstock. Yep, I remember And... That the heel has this like cutaway for the hand and the bridge was the flat saddles as opposed to the vintage saddles Mm -hmm. that kind of stick up and, and poke at you a little bit. And it had the S one switch in it, even though I never used it, but that was such a cool strat. And I ended up just not completely bonding with it, mostly because the neck still seemed a little too thin for me. Mm -hmm. And, I didn't know how to really play a Strat well, I guess, too, on top of it, but it was a great guitar. Like, I would recommend that for anybody. Yeah. Just not me. We've never been a Strat guy. I never really have. I did have a Squire Affinity Strat that somebody got me, which, by the way, public service announcement. PSA, people. Squire is spelled S-Q-U-I-E-R. Yes. Yes. And it's not S-Q-U-I-R-E. Nope it is er and i tell you there are so many people that will have a squire something and i go dang that's a nice guitar like the classic vibe customs and yep. you know the classic vibes and i'm like yeah those are nice but when they spell r e i'm like man i don't <laughs> i don't even know if i can talk to you right now yeah i mean that's you don't even
1: know what you have you got to know where to draw your line in the sand i think that's probably the best place to do it i've done it
0: yeah i've mm. done it so with those things mentioned, I have had a couple of S style, they know they're not strats, but they are S style. Okay, and one you already mentioned, which is the Music Man Axis Sport yep. that we owned, yeah. And that thing was the best sounding strat type guitar mm-hmm. that I had, S style guitar, but the neck always felt a little too small for me. It is small. The other one you probably have heard of if you've been listening to the podcast. And that is the Parker P38, sure. which we both owned yeah. one of those. <laughs> I, had,
1: <laughs> I had forgotten that I bought one of those,
0: but... <laughs> Mine was Sunburst and yours was red, wasn't yeah, it?
1: Yeah, yeah. I've always loved a red guitar <laughs> and thank goodness. And it wasn't, it wasn't the worst guitar. Like it wasn't the... No, it wasn't. Because how much... Didn't we pay like $299 for it or something like that? It was. It was like $300 out the door. Still too much for it,
0: but I do remember like we walked out together with... I know, I know. But ultimately, where I ended up landing on a Stratocaster or an S-style guitar was one day you let me borrow your Mm -hmm. MJT Stratocaster, and I remember playing it going, this is what I want. Mm -hmm. Had Lawler pickups, it had this nice relic job to it. It was a beautiful three-tone sunburst, and the neck was huge, and I went, this is it. Yep. This is it. And you said, yeah, I'm not really selling it. And then a few weeks later, you said, okay, I'd be willing to sell it, but not the neck. Yeah. And I went, all right, I'll take it. And then I had my own neck made, Mm -hmm. and... It is absolutely great. And every time somebody plays it, they go, man, that thing sounds great. Anytime somebody sees it, they always go, how old is that guitar? Yeah. And I go, 2017.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, that was my best attempt to build a Danocaster. I mean, that's, that's what I was trying to do. I was trying to use the, the same woods and the same pickups and same things that he had done. I mean, it, it, was, it was something special. Those, those MJT Strats can be fantastic. Yeah, I will say though, talking about a red Parker Fly, I did leave out one very important s style guitar that I've had, and I don't know how I forgot oh. about it, but I owned for the last couple of years a PRS Silver Sky, which is you know oh of course the John Mayer model of course, yeah bingo for those of you that haven't gotten it yet, um, yeah, <laughs> but I, you know what I ended up selling that maybe about two months ago. Just for the reason of every time I wanted to play strat, I would grab the Dano caster. And it was absolutely everything I wanted in a strat. And I just thought, I don't need this. And there's somebody else there. And just when we're talking like our new Gear Day podcast, there's somebody yeah. else out there that they've been dying to have that guitar. Is as, as much as I loved it and I love I mean, I really did love it. I just I love the Dano more and I didn't need to. I'm I've really gotten that point in my life where I just don't feel like I need
0: everything anymore i would say that one of the biggest struggles that i found in finding and maybe this is the next thing we need to talk about which is why has it taken so many to find what we like yeah but for me the thing is is that the sound just wasn't there for me in all the ones that i went searching for i went ah the sound isn't there it's not Mm -hmm. the sound i'm looking for i'm a humbucker guy yeah this between neck and middle and middle and bridge, like, you lose so much volume. It's just, it's so weak sounding, you All know? Right. And 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 I just, I I didn't like it. And it's mostly because I didn't get it. I yeah. didn't understand it. And, you know, I was like, oh, these necks, they're so thin. And, and the belly carve, you know, I play my guitar too low. And I'm like, man, this belly carve doesn't fit. It's just not right. And I, I don't like it. Which, I guess this is probably... PSA number two, this public service announcement is that Telecasters do not get belly cuts. Absolutely. No. And Fender. Sacrilegious. Shame, shame, shame on you for what you did on that. But I agree. I digress. That's part of the reason why it took me so long to get to this point where I found a Stratocaster or an S style guitar because it is an MJT and not a Fender. Yep that I found myself going, yeah, this is awesome. And it's it's quite awesome. So how about you? I think
1: about, you know, starting out playing, there were, you know, maybe three kinds of strats. There was a made in Japan like reissue strat. There was yeah. a, an American standard strat. And there was mm-hmm. a Squire strat. And that was it. I mean that was it. Like there were not options. There were not all the boutique uh, right. brands. And so I think that, you know, over the years, and who knows, I may I may change completely in another 10, 15 years, but... Or six months. Yeah, or tomorrow. Six weeks. Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, just kind of honing in on what I really like and the neck size I like and getting all the different variables. Because, you know, you can have a neck contour that you like, but the radius is wrong or, you you know, vice versa. Right. And it just, uh, you know, it's just people talk about it all the time, but it's not each individual part. It's kind of the sum of everything together. And just finding that right mix with the right neck and the right body and the, the right weight and the way it feels, it's a journey for sure. It has been anyways, but what I've realized I found on, on both strats and tellies is I like a, a lightweight guitar and I like a kind of a chunky neck. Um, yeah, but unlike you, I, I love that in between pickup sound, that second and fourth position on strat that's where I go to almost always. Yeah. Like I love it. And I think it's just a, it's a product of two of the people that I love most as guitar players play there all the time. Steve Warner is on position two almost all the time. John Mayer is almost always on position four. So the music I love is played in those two spots and
0: yeah, I love them. I love that. Yeah. If you were looking for a way to help support the Tweed Couch and it costs no money to you, then check out our YouTube channel and become a subscriber. Also, you can tell someone about the podcast and share an episode with them. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. Let's hear from another sponsor. Are you looking for a party with a purpose? If you love music, if you love family-friendly, if you love camping, then you should look into LifeFest, LifeFest is one of the largest Christian music festivals in America and draws attendees from across the United States to worship together, deepen their faith, and strengthen relationships with family and friends. This three-day event features dozens of artists, engaging seminars, and much more. This year, in 2021, we have two festivals. Come join a party with a purpose in Oshkosh, Wisconsin on July 8th through 11th, or on the Johnny Cash Hideaway Farm in Bon Agua, Tennessee on July 29th through 31st. I'll see you there. Well, in this journey, then, what kind of pickups and bridges and necks, pick guards, and have you really gotten into and and tried to see what the perfect strat really is for you? Right out of high school, probably.
1: uh, My friend Ian and your brother Paul were so big into Steve Yvonne. Fender came out with the Texas Special pickups and so of course I had to get a set of Texas Specials and put in my Strat and I mean I really liked them a lot. The only thing is they were they were pretty noisy to me with mm-hmm. my whole setup and I was just like I don't I don't know that I love this and I didn't know that was just part of a Strat charm at that point. But yeah, I mean I did those and then from then on it was mostly just whatever was stock in there. I did research the, the guitar that you have now. I did research a lot about pickups and uh, kind of honed in on those Lawler Blondes. Right. Those are tied for my favorite pickups. Those along with what I have in the Danocaster now, which is the Rocket Fire Total 60s.
0: I've got those in there. What is it you like about the Rocketfire Total 60s? Ooh. Like If you were to compare the Lawler Blondes, which I would consider being the most robust-sounding, low-output pickup... Yeah, that you can get for a strat. What would you say about this? Yeah, they're they're similar. I mean,
1: they they have, um, and I hate to use the word glassiness, but they have this like smooth kind of glassiness to them. Is it a sparkle or is it a clarity? I think it's a clarity. I don't I don't know how to explain it. It's it's kind of like whenever you um, if you're playing your guitar through a, a solid state amp and then all of a sudden you plug into a tube amp. And you feel that punch, that kind of like oomph, just kind of mm-hmm. hit you in the in the gut. It's kind of like that as far as pickups are concerned. If you're playing just a normal, you know, even a fender guitar, and you plug that in and you play that, it's like, whew, man, that is that is what I've been missing. Yeah. I, I want that's what I need in my life.
0: Yeah. And now is this mostly clean or dirty? Uh, both.
1: I mean, I play mostly. Okay. I would say starting off, I normally play clean, but then I'll. Kick on some pedals every now and then, play a little dirtier. But yeah, I mean, mostly mostly pretty clean right on the edge of breaking. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, as we look at all these different things that we've tried, you know, for me, pickups, yeah, I'm actually the same way you are. You know, I've done whatever is stock in the guitar, but I've also done Texas Specials. I've done Lawler Blondes, which were the ones that you had the non staggered version. I did these Fender Custom Shop 69s, and they were really nice, but. They lacked that oomph like you kind of were talking about. Now, part of it could have been the guitar it was in. Mm -hmm. And part of it could be the fact that I'm not usually a Strat guy. But what I do know is when I tried the Lawler Blondes non-staggered, I went, this is it. And it was the first time that I ever took a Strat to play live with a band. And I felt like I cut through a mix. Mm -hmm. And that was my biggest problem is I would play the... Noiseless pickups that came in that deluxe Stratocaster, and I went, man, this thing sounds great in the bedroom. And then I go out to play on stage and I went, Where am I? Yeah. And I just kept finding myself turning up treble and adding more gain. And I just could not get myself to cut. And those lollers, man, they they sound are on point. but Yeah. Yeah. And I've done a different next, you know, the thin C, the modern C, the soft V, the chunky D, the mm-hmm. chunky V. And the chunky V that I had made, which basically is, imagine a 59 Gibson neck, but it's a V instead of that kind of more of that asymmetrical C type feel. And that, that's what I got on there. And it's absolutely awesome for me. Yep. you know, And I've done a bunch of different, you know, like types of tuners and all that kind of stuff. And honestly, they're all about the same. Yeah, that's, <laughs> you know? that's kind of what I found, too. So what features do you like
1: and not like about a Strat? I love the versatility of the pickups. I love that you can play Texas Blues, Steve Ray Vaughan on the neck pickup, and then you switch to position four and you've got instant John Mayer, and then you switch to the middle pickup and you just skip that because nobody plays there. So you skip to the second one and then you can play Sweet Home Alabama or mm-hmm. Country or whatever. And then you put it back on the back pickup and you play surf or you can play country or, you know, you can chicken pick with it. I love that. You can just play rock and roll with it even. I like that. I like the look of it. I mean, it's classic. Like, I look at the headstock now and I'm still just like, that is probably the most perfect headstock ever made. It's just, it's spot on. Yeah. If I had to say, I would say a Strat's probably my favorite guitar.
0: Really? Not not a Telecaster? No, and I,
1: I love tellies. Wow. If you would ask me yesterday what my favorite guitar was, I would say it was a Telly. And the more I think about it, the more I think, no, it's a Strat. Because, you know, I've said this for a long time, but Vince Gill is one of my favorite guitar players. But I love him playing a Strat more than I like him playing a Telly. which is...
0: I actually agree with you.
1: Yeah. I mean, the touch of it yeah. is just, oh, it's magical. Even like Don Felder from the Eagles, you know, he plays a Strat. And he's another one of my favorites. Steve Warner, who's my favorite, I mean, he plays that Tele-style guitar, but
0: it sounds like a Strat. You know, he's got the middle pickup in there. And What about Clapton? I know you weren't a huge Clapton fan, yeah. but he had the ES-335, right. but he also had the Les Paul, and he also had yeah. a SG, and he also had the Strat, and the Strat was his signature guitar yeah. with Fender. And I know you're not a huge Eric Clapton fan, yeah. but you know Tone. Yeah, I like him, and I saw him in concert back in...
1: 2011 2012 and he's great and yeah i mean he can play and yeah i like him on a strat better than i did any of the other guitars for sure
0: okay what about this Jimi hendrix oh yeah because he played strat and he played sgs and he might as well not even played
1: a sg or a v he he is a strat when you think of
0: Jimi hendrix you're thinking strat i'm with you there there's a number of things that i don't like about a strat you know i don't like the belly carve when i play it too low Mm -hmm. i don't like the drop in volume in the between positions i don't like the weaker sounding pickups now granted i'm used to humbuckers so of course you just turn up the volume of the amp and now all of a sudden boom there it is possibly whoop there it is yeah possibly possibly i don't like the volume knob where it's at like because i hit it when i play yeah and i don't like where the pickup selector is because i hit it when i play how hard are you strumming it it all depends you know but whenever i'm hitting something i really go to hit that nice Mm -hmm. note i could accidentally hit either the pickup selector or the volume knob you need to calm down i don't hit it with a telly i don't hit it with a les paul are you doing some like big windmill action or are you just pete townsend maybe it's because of the belly carve. the yeah. thing's pushing in and so now all of a sudden i don't know yeah. but I, I don't necessarily like that and and i don't necessarily like the way that right angled guitar cables look yeah in the strat i think that looks dumb too yeah, well, so all of those, those things i don't like yeah But at the same time, I love Mm -hmm. the double cutaway, which I should have added in the what is required for a strat. Yeah. Yes. I did say that, by the way. You did. The point is, is that like I like the access that I have. I like that when I do play, I find myself playing between the neck and the middle pickup Mm -hmm. where I strum mostly, which means I'm not hitting a pickup. Unlike when I play like a three pickup. PRS or yeah. Gibson, and I'm always hitting a pickup, mm-hmm. and I like the way that the tremolo works. Like it's a nice, easy moving tremolo, and I like a floating tremolo, and it never goes out of tune for me. And so there's a lot of different things that I like about a Strat. Yeah, so I, I don't want I don't want anybody to think that they hate it. Now, with all that said, can a Strat sound like a Telecaster? What do you think? I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for this, but yeah,
1: I do. I think it can. I think it can sound pretty close. I think a Strat can sound
0: more like a telly than a telly can sound like a Strat. I don't disagree with you on that, but I still don't think that a Strat can sound like a Tele.
1: Yeah, and I mean, that. like I said, that's not a popular opinion because... I know it doesn't have a base plate and it's just,
0: it's a million different things. It doesn't snap and pop the same. It doesn't, doesn't. but
1: I can put my strat on the bridge pickup and granted, I don't play it the same because when I pick up a strat, I play one way. When I pick up a telly, I play another way, but I would challenge most people to, to tell the difference when I play. Like if I, if I did like some chicken picking on my strat, I think most people would be like, "Eh, okay. I mean, you can adjust the EQ on the amp and, you know, add a compressor or whatever.
0: I think it's definitely passable at the worst. All right. So when we get the YouTube channel working, yep. then we will do a blind test, A-B, okay. with a results show. Okay. And that will be something we do. And it'll be like, can you tell which one is the tele? And then we'll do a, can you tell which one's the strat? Yeah. Okay. And we'll we'll have a good time with that. I believe that a Telecaster can't really sound like a strat. And I, and I'm with you on yeah. that. Now, I have a Telecaster that the neck pickup is a special wound neck pickup mm-hmm. and it sounds a lot like a strat. Yeah. And so I would argue with that, but it's also an unfair. It's it's like a performance enhancing drug. It's it's not a fair playing true. field. Yeah, it's not true. a standard whatever. Okay. Um with that said, I think that a Stratocaster sounding like a Tele I really don't think that can happen either. And so in which case, that's that's the reason why you need both. Mm-hmm. You know, but now the oh, question yeah. really goes, can a Strat sound like a Les Paul? Mm.
1: You know, what? I'm going to have to defer to you on this because I don't know that I know the Les Paul sound that much because I don't own one. I haven't really ever owned mm-hmm. one. And when I have played them, it's been for such a small amount of time. I don't know that I know that sound. I mean, I obviously, I know what a less ball sounds like, but as far as me playing in my hands versus another, I don't really know. I don't know. I would, I would say, if I were guessing, if I had to say, I would say with pedals and you know boost the gain a little bit, maybe on a overdrive pedal, you might get there,
0: but I don't know. I will say this, that with single coils doing their thing, I've heard a telly sound like a Les Paul. Okay. But I've never really heard a strat sound like a Les Paul unless it is a bridge humbucker. Okay. Like Paul has the Lone Star strat with the Pearly Gates yep. pickup by Seymour Duncan in the bridge pickup. And I've heard him play that and go, yeah, that's really Les Paul like, but it still doesn't quite sound like a Les Paul. Yeah. Now, granted, it could be because. He's playing through pedals through a Fender amp yeah. or something like mm-hmm. that. It could be other things. But I don't think so. In which, in which case, this now is one more reason why you need a Strat, a Tele, and a Les Paul. Because sure. they don't all sound the same. No. And once again, when you play them, like you mentioned, you play them differently. Yeah, for sure. Which is the reason why you would do that. I don't drive my minivan the same as I drive my Mustang. <laughs> True. You know, it it makes sense that you would you would be different in those. Yeah. I agree. Well, it's probably time that we wrap this up a bit. And to wrap it up, I kinda want to finish off with this. What is your favorite S style guitar under five hundred?
1: Uh, without a doubt, it is a
0: and I've mentioned it before, Squire Classic Vibe Strat. I completely agree with you, and I will also add in the Mexican strats right now are Pretty much killing it as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that's Squire, S Q U I E R, classic yes, vibe. Yeah. yeah. That's just just to be clear. Yep. All right. Yeah. It's confusing. Okay. Well, what if you had to pick one that was under 2K, like under 2000 USD? Are we saying
1: I go to a store and get it? Or are you saying I've got 2000 in my hand? I can go buy it anywhere I want.
0: Well, you've got 2000 in your hand, and even if you were to find it used, okay, like you could find it used any day okay. around this type of price. Okay, so there's two
1: options that I would go with. The first one would be a PRS Silver Sky. That's my first one. I agree with that one. And mm-hmm. my second one would be a, and it would have to be used, by the way. Yeah, my second one probably, I think, would have to be used too, but it would be a, uh, a K line Springfield, I think they're called. Yeah,
0: good call. Fantastic
1: yeah. strat style guitars. I've looked into those a lot whenever my Daniel Caster dreams were crushed earlier. But yeah, I, I everyone I've played I've I've always really liked. And um I talked to the guy that made them at a guitar show a couple years back and really just a nice guy that knew what he was doing. And gosh, I I'll be honest with you, two thousand bucks, you can get a lot of nice guitars. Yeah. MJT guitars, you know, LSL makes some some really nice strats you can get it mm-hmm. i know i know people that swear by nash guitars yeah gosh there's so many but for me i definitely would go silver sky because i mean i've i've got good taste in guitars <laughs> like i i don't <laughs> yeah. i'm not trying to sound like donald trump here but i have the best taste in guitars and <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that silver sky was like head to head with my dano caster for a while and the dano yeah. ended up winning out and i still think it's the right choice but i mean that was a
0: dang nice guitar I agree with you on the Silver Sky. I agree with you on the MJT Mm -hmm. because you can spec out an MJT, which is custom to whatever you want. Mm -hmm. I want this kind of bridge. I want this color. I want this much aging. I want this type of plate. I want this kind of neck and I want this abalone or whatever inlay. I want whatever. You can spec that out. And as long as you're being reasonable and responsible you can have that thing shipped to your door and all you have to do is just get the thing put together yep. for under two grand. Yep. You know, if you know what you want, but you can't find it, I would swear by the fact that they can do yep, it for sure. And they'll do it well. Yep. And if you're like, I don't want relicing, they don't have to relic it mm-hmm. and they'll still do it and okay. it'll look good. Nice so it classic, but if you're one of those, that's like, man, I don't know what I want, but I need something that's good. Honestly, a nice fender American deluxe Stratocaster used. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can find some pretty darn good ones yeah. for even around that thousand range. Yeah. you know,
1: one of my one of my favorite players, he's a YouTuber, Chris Buck. We've talked about him there for a long yeah. time. He's playing a Fender Road Worn Made in Mexico Strat, and yeah. I mean, in his hands, it sounds like the the greatest guitar I've ever heard. And so, yeah, it's it's there are there are definite options out there that are fantastic guitars for the money. Can I mention one more story that I I was just looking around at my wall up here and I I thought of one more cool story that I definitely have to
0: share with you. Yeah, final thoughts from Jason. Yeah, so
1: in, on that same trip to Nashville, we went to Carter Vintage Guitar. And mm-hmm. while we were there, much like Wayne's World, they had a guitar behind a glass case. <laughs> Excalibur? Yeah, <laughs> I walked in and saw the... Sweet Home Alabama Strat. Oh, yes. And this this is what made me think of it, because there are so many records that were recorded with a Strat. I mean, yeah. Sweet Home Alabama is probably the most popular song maybe ever, next to Baby by Justin Bieber, but second to that. <laughs> and uh, so there was that Strat just sitting in front of me, and I befriended the girl that worked in the front because... I don't mean to get off on a tangent, but her last name was Nestler, And I was like, Hey, are you related to Mark Nestler? He had an album out like in the early nineties, very few people probably even knew about him, but he's also a great songwriter and he's written so many great songs. She's like, yeah, that's my dad. And I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, I love his album. (laughs) I was like, and I was, I was like this certain song is like one of my favorite songs ever. She's like, Oh my gosh. And so we're like walking out or whatever. And I go, Hey, I'd really, I would like kick myself if I didn't at least ask can I get my picture taken with that Sweet Home Alabama guitar? And she's like, yeah. And so she goes and they open up the case. And it's, I don't know, it's like $10 billion or whatever it was. And yeah, right. they, they open right. it. Your left kidney Yeah, they, as
0: well as your firstborn child. Well, yeah. And first of, <laughs> of all, I knew
1: I wasn't going to play it. I was like, I'm not playing this thing. And so I just grabbed it. And when I grabbed it, my left hand, what do you think my left hand did on the fretboard? Of course, it was a D chord. went straight to the D chord. And I sit and there. Yeah, that's and the, right. There's a picture of me holding this guitar. I'm sitting there holding it with a D chord, like I'm about to break into Sweet Home Alabama. But I just, oh my gosh, I just felt the power of that. And like even looking at that picture, and I'll post it on the, the social media. But looking at that, I just thought that's just one of the most beautiful guitars I've ever seen. It's it's gorgeous. It sounds great. Apparently, Ed King didn't like it that much, but it's famous. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So it is. I'll use that to wrap up my my thoughts. Is that it? Is probably heard more than any other guitar ever recorded. And there's a reason for that. It's versatile. It sounds great. Plays great. It looks cool. I mean, everybody from Buddy Holly to Richie Sambora look incredibly cool playing a Strat. So, yeah,
0: Strat's the way to go. So, I guess what it comes down to is in these final thoughts, when you're looking at the sweetness of a Strat, you know, that two position, that four position... It defines what a strat is. Mm -hmm. That neck position, it defines what a strat is. The curves, the carves, it defines what a strat is. And all of those things really comes down to the fact that the girl next door can really get you hot and bothered. It's true. And there is something about the sweetness of a strat. Buy yourself a strat. If you don't have a strat, get a strat. Get it now. The end. Sold. (laughs) Well, that concludes our time of the Tweed Couch Guitar Therapy Session. If you like what you heard, leave five stars in a review. Also, don't forget to check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Tweed Couch. Until next time.